The back end of sharing is the mistake that people make after they earn exposure. You need to create something small and work your way up. And don't just set a goal to look cool, but the end goal is probably to profit. It's to get more customers or get more clients. So starting niche and working your way up. Welcome to the Boss Boo Podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm Danielle Canty, president and co-founder of Boss Babe, and your host for this episode. Now, today I am interviewing public relations queen, Christina Nicholson. Now, Christina founded the PR agency Media Maven, and her journey really is super interesting because she actually started out as a TV anchor and reporter. So she's actually been on the other side of the media. And through leveraging that insider information and knowledge, in just four years, she has been able to grow her own PR agency into a multi-million dollar brand. Now, Christina, Christina's talent really lies in helping bloggers and business owners grow by reaching thousands and even millions of their ideal clients and customers in minutes instead of months. And she does this through the power of traditional and new media. Now, as always, this episode is filled and I mean absolutely jam-packed with actionable tips and Christina will give us some insight into how she's done this and how she's actually perfected the perfect pitch and how you can too to land your first big media placement but it isn't as easy as just getting one big placement and what I loved about this episode was that Christina really broke it down and she gives us her do's and her don'ts of getting the right exposure with the right audience and her own strategy for turning publicity into consistent profit and what I also loved about this interview was a a lot of people think to get their first bit of exposure and really hit the media big time, they need to put a ton of money behind it. And that's just not true. And I'm really excited that we were actually really able to lift the lid in this and share with you actually how it's easier than a lot of you think. So get your notepads and ready as always, because today's episode is filled with so much valuable content and key takeaways to help you take your business to the next level. And like I've said many times before, I would love for you to share your takeaways with me. Please screenshot on IG, tag me at Danielle Canty and tag also Boss Babe at bossbabe.inc because we literally love hearing everything that you've learned during these episodes. So without further ado, let's dive in. So we have got a very, very special training coming up. Basically, Amy and Nasi will be hosting a completely free training with all of the proven strategies that Amy's learned over the years and applied to so many creators just like us and taught them how to grow their income, positively impact their business using YouTube. Now, Amy Sangster is actually Natalie's mentor and the mastermind behind our channel, Relaunch. So if you haven't already, make sure you go and check out Natalie's channel. It's literally amazing. And she's giving so many tips on Instagram. But I want to share with you a little bit background about Amy because Amy is literally a genius when it comes to YouTube. And she has launched and grown her previous company and her personal brand through a series of viral YouTube videos, making her a seven-figure entrepreneur by the time she's 23. That's how powerful YouTube is. And now Amy actually teaches her YouTube strategy through her new company, Unemployed, to small business owners, entrepreneurs, coaches, and creators. So this training is for you if you wanna learn why YouTube is one of the best social media platforms to start and market your business on. It's for you if you want to learn the exact strategies Amy used to launch a multiple seven-figure business with no paid advertising. 
It's for you if you want to learn how to rank number one in YouTube search results. If you want to understand the proven methodology to consistently gain automated leads for your business, or if you want to know how to create amazing videos and get over any tech fear. There is literally so, so much of pure value in this training. As always, you guys know at Boss Babe, we're all about helping our community build wealth and reach their unapologetic goals. And so we never hold back on you guys when it comes to a free training. So for those of you who listen and are just like, oh my goodness, I need to know more. We want to give you the chance to do a deeper dive on how to start and grow and monetize your YouTube channel. Make sure you sign up for the training on how to scale your business through YouTube. You just need to head over to bossbabe.com forward slash grow hyphen YouTube to enroll today. Okay. So bossbabe.com forward slash grow hyphen YouTube. A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise. Keep going and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. Hi, Christina. Welcome to the Boss Babe podcast. I am so excited to have you on and I know that we're going to deliver so much value to our audience today. So thank you for coming on. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Now, the reason I'm so excited about this interview is because it's actually a topic of conversation I know that comes up for a lot of boss babes out there. People listening and people wanting to grow their personal brand, grow their business, but really unsure about how to leverage mainstream media. So I'm really excited about us having this discussion today and kind of lifting the lid about how people can be seen on TV, how can people can get in the press and all those things that actually sometimes seem so daunting for the small business, so daunting for the person who's just starting out and kind of feels like it's only for celebrities and those who have got million dollar businesses. So I'm really excited to kind of dive into that a little bit more. But before we do, I would just love for you to share a little bit about your story because it's super interesting. And I think so many people are going to have so many things to take away from just hearing about how you first got into the industry. Yeah. So I actually, I tell people, yes, I own a PR agency, but I don't have a background in PR. My background is actually in TV. I was a TV reporter and anchor for over 10 years. So I was on the receiving end of what PR agencies and business owners were sending. And that's how I know what I know today. That's, I think, what sets me apart from a lot of PR agency owners because I've been on the other side of it. And working in TV, it is a cutthroat industry. It is very competitive and the hours are crazy. So after having a couple of kids, I wanted to have a more flexible schedule. So I worked at a PR agency for about six months, but I had one of those bosses that made work a terrible experience. Mm. (laughs) He was one of those guys who was a clock watcher, who wasn't the most honest and just wasn't the best leader, a great guy to work for. So after just six months, I left that job and I said, I'm going to be a professional freelancer and I'm just going to help other people get the word out of their business, of their brand in the media without spending money on advertising. And I just wanted to to maintain my lifestyle as a freelancer. Then I just started getting really busy and I was working like 10, 12, 14 hours a day. I was stressed out. And then I brought on somebody to help me. And that's how I kind of accidentally turned into an agency owner. 
And now I have an amazing team of people. We are all boss babes. We all work remotely and we're doing amazing things for business owners. And it's definitely a lifestyle choice because I get to work from home. They all work from home. We all make money doing what we're good at and it's perfect. I love that accidental entrepreneur. I really relate to that. Natalie and I obviously um, often tell our stories and hers is that she was a born entrepreneur. And mine was that really I kind of stumbled into it. I was ambitious and became an entrepreneur that way. I was not the kid who was selling candy floss to seven-year-olds. I was kind of more of that like, okay, I'll hustle and have all these different jobs. And actually my ambition drove me to entrepreneurship. So I love like hearing how people first got into it. But I'd love to just take you back to that whole, you were a TV anchor and then you transitioned into the PR agency. You worked in that role and actually just felt like it wasn't for you. Was it at that point that you saw a gap in the market where you were like, hmm, this is being done incorrectly or this is, um, people aren't really understanding actually the true way this works. Like what did you spot that kind of made you go, hmm, this is an opportunity I want to pursue on my own? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was just getting literally hundreds of emails a day from publicists and business owners. And it was so obvious that they had no idea what we did every day. They had no idea what we discussed in our morning meeting, how we decided what was going to be a story and how we put together the story. Like it blew my mind that a lot of these people working in public relations were so ignorant to how the media industry worked, yet they were pitching the media all day, every day. And I remember when I was looking to get out of news, I reached out to a few different PR agencies and some of them would say, do you have any PR experience? And I would say, no, but I have experience on the other side, which is kind of better. And they would say, nope, sorry, we're not going to hire you. And it's funny because my response was, well, I have experience deleting every email that you've sent me for the last four years. Would you like me to tell you why? And they were like, nope, we're not interested. No experience. We're not going to hire you. And it was just like crazy because now these people are my colleagues. And I'm getting my clients better media hits than they're getting their clients just because I know what it's like on the other side. So I think it's not necessarily a gap that I saw, but just people in a business doing things that they don't know, right? Like I always like to talk to people who are in school right now for public relations. And it's funny because like they're learning about writing press releases and let me tell you, you will not find a journalist on the planet who can't wait to get a press release in their inbox. Like we get hundreds a day. They are long. They are boring. They are overly promotional. Most of the media hits that we get for our clients are based off of emails with four, five, maybe six sentences. So it's just the industry has changed. It doesn't work the way it did in the 80s or the 90s. And people who don't work in the industry don't necessarily know it. They're just doing the same old thing they've always done. And it just doesn't work anymore. Mm, so true. I think, you know, with the changes that we've seen in social media as well, it, in my understanding, and I'm not in the industry, but that has massively affected what happens within PR agencies. Is that correct? Yeah, especially when it comes to leveraging. And Danielle, you already said that when we started talking, you talked about leveraging the media. And I think that is probably the biggest mistake that people make after they earn media exposure. People always say, oh, well, I got on TV here, or I was in this online outlet or in this magazine. And then 
people complain saying, it didn't work. I didn't get business from it. Well, that's not how it works. That's just like saying, I have an Instagram page and I posted something on Instagram and I didn't get any sales. It doesn't work like that. What you need to do is you need to leverage this media that you're earning on your own platforms and leverage it over and over again. So For example, when I write an article for Boss Babe, I'm not just going to write an article and put it out there and complain if nobody reads it. I'm going to take that article, I'm going to share it on my Facebook, and I'm going to tag Boss Babe. I'm going to tag everybody that I mentioned in the article. I'm going to do the same on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Instagram, on all of the social media channels. And then a month later, I'm going to do it all over again. And then a month after that, I'm going to do it all over again. And I'm going to let all of my followers know that I'm a regular contributor to Boss Babe because that is where you are going to turn publicity into profit. Don't think that because you're on the Today Show once for three minutes, your business is going to boom. What's going to happen is you're going to be on the Today Show for three minutes and then somebody else is going to be on and then somebody else is going to be on and 10 minutes later, you've been forgotten. So you need to take that media and leverage it on your own platforms repeatedly. And that's where you turn the publicity into profit. And that is the part that so many people don't do. And ironically, it's the same people who complain, oh, that media didn't do anything for me. Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years, and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture, and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch at your desk or listen to on the go, but it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design, and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, Every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe, masterclass.com slash boss babe. The other day, the team and I were talking about how much our audience loves biohacking. And whenever we release content based around creating better habits for our lifestyle and health, you all seem to really soak it up and request more. So I wanted to share about our podcast sponsor, Prolon, today because I've never seen a company like this. Prolon is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making cells believe that they're fasting. There are so many strategic benefits to fasting and Prolon helps you hit these goals without actually needing to fast. Prolon's five-day program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all designed to keep your body in a fasted state. And you get everything pre-packaged, labeled, and ready to go, so there's no guesswork. It's super simple, and it works. Extended fasting of at least two to three days has proven to produce unique benefits like cellular rejuvenation, metabolic support, and increased cardiovascular health. So if you're ready for a fasting program that doesn't leave you hungry or exhausted and instead gives you more energy, I highly recommend giving Prolon a try. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash boss babe. 
That's P-R-O-L-O-N-Life.com slash boss babe for this special offer. ProLonLife.com slash boss babe. Mm, that is so true because I definitely feel like PR agencies do get a bit of a bad rep. Like they do cost quite a lot to work with and you don't always see the results. And this is very stereotypical, very generic because I know some amazing PR agencies out there. But like you said, I think is that lack of education on the other side on how to leverage that. And I love the kind of like comparison against social media because you're right, you might have 200,000 followers. But if you've like bought them and they don't know, like, and trust you, then you try and sell them something, they're not going to be engaging with it. So really, really true. I want to just kind of take it back for a second for our audience, for those who are kind of like, right, I've got a business. I want to get out there. Like I want to be spreading the message. What would be the first thing for them to do? Because I feel like as well, People really need to understand how to like sell their own story. And like you're saying, these press releases, they can be long and they're boring. And you're talking about just sending a few sentences, et cetera. So bar working with you, what is it like that people need to kind of really grasp when they're thinking about PR and they're thinking about like, okay, I want to get in this paper or I want to get on this TV show. What are the things that they need to really think about in their mind to actually one, get the gig, but then two, make sure that that taking part in it is worthwhile. I know you're talking about the back end of sharing, but what about the story that they tell there? Yeah. So the back end of sharing is the mistake that people make after they earn exposure. And I'll tell you the first two things that you have to keep in mind to get that exposure. The first thing is you need to set your goal. And this sounds like very generic, very cliche to say, but let me explain. So many people, when I ask them where they want to be, they always go to the biggest platforms ever. They say, Oprah's Super Soul Sunday. They say, Good Morning America, or they say the Today Show. And it's like, yes, that's great. That's a great goal. You can get there, but you're not going to go straight there. Has it happened before? Yes, 100%. But that's like going viral. It's hard to go viral. Usually you need to create something small and work your way up. And don't just set a goal to look cool. Like that's why people want to be on these big outlets because it'll look really cool. It'll be good for my brand. It'll be good for my credibility. Yes, it will be good for all of those things. But the end goal is probably to profit. It's to get more customers or get more clients. So I suggest starting niche and working your way up. If you're a local business, then you need to forget about the national TV. You need to forget about the podcast. And you need to look at your local TV stations, your local newspapers, your local magazines. If you work with people all across the world and maybe you are a boss babe, then look at podcasts that other boss babes are listening to. You need to focus on where your audience is, not just where it would be cool to be featured. And then once you have that, you need to stop trying to promote yourself. And this is the biggest mistake that people make. And this is what they do in press releases. They write two pages of why they're amazing and why they should get coverage. It is not the media's job to promote you. No matter what form of media we're talking about, podcasts, TV, newspapers, online articles, it is nobody's job to give you a free commercial. It is the media's job to tell a good story, to educate and entertain their audience with content that they want to consume. And if you can be weaved into that equation, then that is where your promotion is going to come from. So 
For example, if I am going to pitch myself to be on Boss Babe, I'm not going to say, hey, Danielle, this is what I do for business owners. You should have me on so I can talk all about what I do so I could get more customers and clients out of it. It's not your job to promote my business. Instead, it's, hey, I'm a contributor to Boss Babe. Love to have you on my podcast. Love to share with your listeners how they can earn exposure. These are the mistakes people are making. Your audience would love this, and this is why. Like, It's a totally different ask. And that's how it works with podcasts, because podcasts are very informational. If we're talking about any other news, specifically traditional media, it has to be newsworthy, and it has to be timely. So I suggest looking at the news cycle, like what is happening in the news today? How can I make this relevant to my brand? How can I assist people in their coverage? And a couple of examples include when Prince died or when Aretha Franklin died, they both died without wills. And everybody was talking about that. So if you're somebody in the legal field and you deal with wills, that is your opportunity to jump on people who are talking about that, who are covering that topic and say, hey, I'm happy to talk about what happens next. What is a will? Can you create it without a lawyer? What are the steps? Where do you put a will? What do you put in it? Who do you give it to? Like that's your opportunity to jump on things that are already trending. It's already newsworthy. But when you just out of the blue send an email and say, hey, this is what I do. This is why you should cover it. It's not going to hit. You need to be newsworthy and you need to give the media a reason to do that story right now. I love that. So it's very quick as well. Like you say, jumping, I think it's called news hacking, isn't it? Where you're kind of jumping onto a trending story and providing that value. So I really hear you on that. What about if people are just trying to understand what their story is? And yes, I'm selling something, but what is my value? So let's say take the will one, for example. It's a little bit morbid now, but we'll go with it. (laughs) But it's like, okay, so I write wills as a living and I can think of one already, but like, hey, rather than like, do you need a will? There's that whole piece of, okay, I want to share a piece. I want to be on the television, like you say, sharing stories where this hasn't gone well or where actually people could, I guess it's like pulling on the heartstrings of people to be engaged so that they watch it. Is that correct? Yeah. And honestly, this is the hardest part about pitching the media because you're going to need to be changing an angle every three to four weeks because you can't pitch the same thing to the same people all the time. So you really have to be creative. Your low hanging fruit is jumping on what's already happening, being relevant. Newsjacking, it's actually a term that I didn't even know when I was in news. I learned it when I got out of news and got into PR. But you know, another example of that, not to like go with death again, but this is just what comes to mind. I work in local news people. We cover not happy topics a lot, okay? When one of the stars from Glee died of an overdose, I remember the day he died, everybody was talking about that, and I interviewed a local doctor about addiction. That was his specialty. And I don't know if we did a Google search and found him or if he pitched himself, but that's just an example of how that works. Now, you obviously, I mean, things like that, like I I also have somebody who had a swim school, and anytime a child drowned, we would always go to her to talk about the importance of teaching your kids how to swim and how to do it, how to do it at a young age. But then you also have to look at the calendar, right? Like is summer coming up? We can talk about swimming then. We can talk about it during spring break. There's so many awareness days that you can jump on. Like there is a day for everything. I had a local restaurant that served mac and cheese. Like that was their main thing. 
And we got them on multiple TV stations every year on July 14th for National Mac and Cheese Day. So look at the calendar and see how you can enterprise stories if there's nothing in the news already happening. And again, it's the hardest part because you have to be creative and you have to find ways to make yourself newsworthy. I work with a lot of boss babes. And one way that I've gotten multiple boss babes coverage in the news on TV specifically is by looking at those stats that come out like once a month. One of the the latest ones was four out of 10 families have moms as the breadwinner. And if you are a local boss babe and you are a mom, you can use that study, that local statistic as your hard news peg to get that TV time. I helped Amy Porterfield get a live segment on CNN, and we talked about how moms can make money from home with online courses, because this was happening at the end of May, and I originally pitched it as, you don't necessarily need to go to college to be successful. You can take an online course and learn everything there. And they said, well, we actually have free time on the Friday before Mother's Day, so could we talk about how moms could make money at home by creating online courses? And I was like, sure, sounds good. So you really Really just have to be creative with timing to make sure it's relevant and not promotional. Yeah, completely. Okay, so I love making sure things are super take or like super actionable for our listeners. So I want to just dig into a couple of like bits of information that I know they're going to be wondering. So first of all, we're saying, right, you need to be able to nail your pitch and to get into the mainstream media. Now, do you always have to do that via an agency and just to clear this up or can you do it yourself? We've already discussed the ways, you know, what's good leading pitch, but can they do it themselves or do they have to go through an agency? A hundred percent, you can do it yourself. And honestly, a lot of people in the media prefer this. And it's funny because I can tell you when I worked in the news, I hated dealing with publicists. They were so annoying to me. Like they were just so promotional and pushing their client. Like they had no idea what I did for a living that I didn't want to work with them. I would rather just work with the person directly. So in some sense, it helps you to be pitching yourself. But also you have to look at the budget and what are you willing to invest? And I say this because in the U.S., the average cost to hire a PR agency is $6,000 a month. And you're signing at least a six-month contract. Yes, you can hire a freelancer for cheaper, but then also you have to keep in mind that today everybody's promoting themselves on the internet as an expert in something and public relations is no exception. So you really have to be careful of who you hire. So sometimes it's in your best interest to just say, I'm going to block off four hours a week. I'm going to learn how to be my own publicist and I'm going to pitch myself. And I have people who consume my free content on my podcast or my YouTube channel. And just by doing what I'm telling them to do, they're getting multiple media hits a month. So you do not need an agency at all. Honestly, the person on the receiving end doesn't care who it's coming from. They just want a good story to tell. I think that's going to have helped so many people going, oh, I can actually do this myself. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for sharing the wisdom. So let's say you've pitched yourself and they're like, 
yeah, come on the show. Now, I know it's like, I want to just talk on the TV then because I do feel like that's very intimidating for people. And actually it can be amazing because you can get thousands, millions of people actually hearing your story. So let's say you're like, right, I've got this pitch. Like they've accepted me. I'm showing up. Like what are ways that people should remember to present themselves in like a TV or even like a video format? Let's say you manage to pitch yourself and you get on a YouTube channel with millions of subscribers or hundreds of thousands of subscribers. What are some like key things to remember when showing up on camera. Okay, everybody gets so nervous about TV. I mean, I obviously am speaking as somebody who has been on TV thousands of times. So I'm not going to say it's no big deal because like consider the source. I will say though, people make it out to be a bigger deal in their head than it really is. And I think that the biggest way to like chill on being nervous about TV is to remember it's not about you. Stop making it about you. It's about the people watching and the people listening. Like you don't watch TV and say, oh, I wonder if that person's nervous. You watch TV to hear and see what the person is saying and what they're doing. So you need to just switch your mindset and stop making it about you and get excited about it. Don't be nervous. Be excited because you're sharing something with a bunch of potential customers and clients. As far as appearance, you don't want to wear a lot of busy prints. Solids work best. Do your makeup. Boys, this is for you if you're listening to Boss Babe. You have to do your makeup. You have to do nice hair. You know, don't come in looking a hot mess. And I think the most important thing for TV Unlike any other platform, it is short, sweet, and to the point. I don't know any segments that go beyond three or four minutes. And that time, anybody will tell you as a guest, it goes super fast. So you cannot be a rambler. You have to know exactly what you're going to talk about and what your talking points are in your industry. Something that I do with all of my TV guests is... I always connect with the producer before I say, listen, this is their expertise. This is the story. They can talk on these five points. Now, obviously, the person, the anchor, the reporter, they're going to ask you whatever they want to ask you. You can't tell them how to do the segment, but you can tell them, hey, I know about this, this, and this to give them an idea of what kind of questions would be beneficial to ask. I mean, they accepted your pitch, so they obviously want to talk about what you pitched them. You just have to be prepared to be short and to the point. It's not a podcast where we have half hour to chat. It's a three-minute segment, so you have to know your points, and once you make it, you got to stop talking because, again, these segments, they go super-duper fast. And then again, like I said earlier, you have to take that TV segment and turn it into a Facebook ad. Put it on your website, share it on social media. You have to share that everywhere, especially TV, because TV gives you the most perceived credibility, the most perceived authority, because it is not easy to get on TV. And when people see that you're on TV and your competitors aren't, it blows you out of the water. I love that. So, and this is what's actually really interesting because we started off this segment as well, talking, I'm saying segment now, we started off this podcast, you know, making sure we are like lifting the lid on mainstream media. And we started by talking about making sure you're sharing it and loving how this is all looping back around because now I'm like, okay, so we've been on there, we've shared the story. How do we earn the profit from it? And that's like you're saying, one, the credibility, because now you've been on TV, your credibility has automatically gone up. But secondly, like repurposing that content. And we did this a lot in Boss Babe, repurposing content in multiple different places, like chopping up in different segments, putting it on different social medias, and maybe even putting more call to actions on it as well, right? 
A hundred percent. And it drives me crazy when my clients don't do this. I tell my clients all the time. And if I don't handle their social media, I can't force them to do this. But this is where you get the profit. It's building your brand. It's all about building a personal brand now. So you need to be building your personal brand by being a regular in the media. You can post stuff online all you want. That's you telling people you're great. You can buy ads all you want. That's you paying to tell people you're great. But when somebody else gives you their platform to share your expertise, your authority and your credibility shoot through the roof. And they're not going to know this if you don't consistently share it on a regular basis. And that is how you build a personal brand. And that is who people want to work with. Mm, I love that. And also, I love that because that's very much like how the story around you coming on here, you know, you actually started as a contributor for bossbabe.com. And now here you are on the podcast. Yeah. And you're going to be on mine. So I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. It's coming like full circle, but it is. It's about like showing up and offering that value. And you stood out to us when you shared maybe your background, when you joined the contributors, you were getting really high views on the content that you're writing. So it wasn't that you like pitch that stood out. It was that you actually, we were watching what was happening. And I think that is also really, really powerful and that, I see this a lot where people think things happen overnight and sometimes people aren't necessarily willing or understand the groundwork that goes into it. But once you grasp that, once you grasp that actually it's not about necessarily asking, it's about showing and it's about doing that actually how you get recognized and then maybe putting on the ask. But I always like to say like, you know, lead with a give versus lead with an ask. But I think it's all around those foundations around going, positioning yourself, doing the work that actually get more of these opportunities. And, you know, even like you say, I was talking about getting on mainstream media. It's all the same, really. It's whether like you're growing your audience or and you're doing it on social media or growing on the media. It's all the same. It all works up to it. You have to put in the work, be consistent and always delivering that value. They're the key things that I'm taking away from this. And also the fact that you can pitch yourself, which I actually didn't know. So I think that's super interesting that you can bypass people if you want to. And if you're just starting out in your business and you're like, hey, I want to get on this local television. And I have a story to tell and I'm giving value. I think so many listeners out there will be able to grow their businesses further with this. So thank you so much, Christina. Thank you. You just made so many amazing points there. (laughs) Oh, well, I try. (laughs) I love it. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Like, I really appreciate it. I cannot wait to come on yours. I just want to let the listeners know where they can find out a little bit more about you. I know, I mean, you can be found at bossbabe.com, but do you want to give your social media handles too? Yeah. So on social, I'm actually social. Like I talk back. I don't just post and ghost. So post and go. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at Christina all day. And I have a podcast where I share tons of topics like this and more. And you can hear Danielle on there too. And that's called Become a Media Maven. And yeah, I'd love to hear from people and help them out for sure. I love it. Well, guys, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please tag Christina and myself at Danielle Canty and also tag at bossbabe.inc because we would love to hear your takeaways. Um, we often we share them as well. So we'd really appreciate that. And I hope this has provided so much value. I hope you've had your notepad and pen ready to go because I know I've certainly made lots of notes. So thank you once again, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing. Thank you. If you love this episode, please subscribe, download a few more and please leave us a review. I really want to hear what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were. And I also want to know what you want to hear us talk about next. 
To say thanks for leaving us a review, we'll send you a copy of The Boss Babe 25. The Boss Babe 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth. It covers everything from our favorite rituals, books, and hacks. If you want a copy, just leave us a review, screenshot it, and send to podcast at bossbabe.com. We will then email you a copy ASAP. And since we love Instagram, you can go to the hashtag The Boss Babe Podcast and find our latest post and leave a question in the comments. We love reading through the comments and we'll make sure to answer it on our next podcast.